Good morning, and welcome to those who are here in person or online. Um, we're very happy to see you. I'm Pastor Jennifer. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. Um, I do have a few announcements. Um, we're going to be passing around some sign-up sheets uh, to help with Vacation Bible School, um, for donations for Vacation Bible School, and then for help for Mary Byers' uh, memorial service on the 23rd. Um, the rest of your announcements are in the bulletin, but I do want to invite you all um, to the talk that is happening after church. Um, we're talking about how we as a church can be a vehicle of love and not hate, how we can connect with people and not have them be isolated, and how we can help build people up rather than tearing them down. So we invite you at 9 o'clock, after the 9 o'clock service, to join us in the fellowship hall um, for some conversation on what we can do to really be the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. So may the peace of Christ be with you today and always. Good morning, everyone, and good morning to everyone online. There's a 5th century bishop in North Africa, Augustine, that said, when you sing, you pray twice. And we have two beautiful songs of prayer to open with this morning that I'm going to invite you to stand. Let there be peace on earth, and I speak Jesus.
Over 
Good morning. Welcome to worship. I'm Kathy Stengel, one of the pastors here on the staff as well. And uh, before we move into a blessing, I wanted to, you might have seen this in an email, clarify an announcement that I made uh, the 4th of July weekend. On the 4th of July weekend, we announced that Jennifer had become Pastor Jennifer, and we celebrated that and talked about her moving into the parsonage, and some of that led to some confusion. So I just wanted to clarify that the staff is staying the way it is. Everything is the same except for her address and my address, because I'm moving in with my husband, Matt, but all other things on the staff are staying the same as they currently are. Um, so I just wanted to make sure people didn't think that things were going on that aren't. Um, so thank you for your understanding. Um, from the beginning of time, people have greeted one another and celebrated lives together and apart with blessings. You know, we begin a part of our worship with the peace of Christ be with you, and then your response, which you know, is... And so that is a mutual blessing. And throughout the ages, that has been something that has been done across cultures. If you go to the Middle East or if you go to the Far East, if you go to a variety of places, there is a greeting that comes with entering someone's home, with meeting them for the first time. And there are cultures where it seems sometimes as though you know, I bless you, and then you say, I bless you more, and then I say, I bless you more than more, and it keeps going back and forth until, boy, we are really blessed. <laughs> this series that we are in about blessings has some history in Irish blessings, some history in God's blessings, which we'll hear in a few minutes when the scripture is read. But I'd like us to share not only can you see that our um, almost newest baptized member um, is wandering because he's beautiful and why shouldn't he? Um, we are going to pray this responsive prayer of blessing. May the blessing of light be on you, light without and light within. May the blessed sunlight shine on you like a great peat fire, so that stranger and friend may come and warm himself at it. And may the blessing of the rain be on you, 
May it beat upon your spirit and wash it fair and clean and leave there a shining pool where the blue of heaven shines and sometimes a star. May it rest so lightly over you that your soul may be out from under it quickly, up and off and on its way to God. And now may the Lord bless us and bless us abundantly. Amen. So it is that we come to this time of worship um, and we have, do have a great blessing um, with Carter's baptism. And I'd like to um, invite our lay leader, Adrian, and um, the parents and godparents to come on up here and we'll uh, do this baptism. Nancy, do you, where did your microphone go? Oh, there it is. I see it. It's okay. Does it matter which one I take? We're going to have you come right on up here. You're going to stand right like that. Right in the, you don't have to stand in the sun in your eyes, so you can arrange yourself accordingly. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church, which is not simply the here and now, but it is into whatever church and faith community we find ourselves in. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and spirit. All of this is God's gift offered to us without price. Today we come together as Carter's family, godparents, and friends to celebrate in the sacrament of holy baptism. Let us pray. Gracious God, every child is a miracle of love, and today we thank you for the miracle of Carter. Hold him in the gentleness of your hands and his family in the bonds of patient love. May this little boy grow in the way of faith and grow to be close to you, close to his grandparents, godparents, family, and forever close to his mother and father. Let him be aware of your tender care and your righteous calling in his life. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Christopher, Chelsea, and Carter have an amazing support system, and you can see them here. Those of you present, grandparents and godparents, family, and those who are with us, maybe not in person, but watching online, you make up an incredible support system for this little family. Each of you has prayed for, supported, comforted, and encouraged Christopher and Chelsea as they have become parents. You've loved them through times of hope and times of anxiety, because that's what parents do, they worry. Um, lack of sleep, and celebration. The journey will forever be a part of your story as Carter's very special family and friends. And so as his grandparents, 
godparents, family, and friends, do you promise to surround them with love, inspire them with faith, and support Christopher and Chelsea as they raise Carter? Will you pray for their marriage, their parenting, and their family? And if you will do whatever you can to fulfill this awesome calling, will you say yes? <laughs> Let's offer this prayer for each and everyone who loves this little boy. This is for the whole support system. Heavenly Father, you have given Carter to this family and so many friends. We all thank you for him. Lord, please bless everyone with enthusiasm for their relationships. Bless us with patience as Christopher and Chelsea parent Carter and have loving patience with Carter always. Bless us with stories of faith so that we can share you and your love with him that he might grow to know you through these and those who love him. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And now to the four of you as parents and godparents. I want to ask you these questions because your faith has a lot to do with how he grows up. Because if he sees you with faith, then he kind of gets to figure out that that's normal, that that's just the way it is. We talk about God, and, you know, on the beginning, at the beginning of the program, it says, you know, talks about, well, is God only in the Bible? Is God only in history? And part of our work is to, no, it's all the time. It's now. And so... Um, I want to ask you, if you come with your whole hearts before God, your family, your children, and these witnesses and people of faith, do you promise to reject all that is evil in this world? If so, then say we do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist all that is evil, all injustice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, then say we do. Do you confess your belief in God, the Father, the Creator, Jesus Christ, God's Son, and our Savior, and to the best of your ability, put your trust in God's grace and promise to be faithful to God? If so, then say we do. Will you, as Carter's parents and godparents, nurture him in Christ's holy church, that by your teaching and your example, he may be guided to the point in his life whereby he accepts God's grace for himself professes his faith openly, and agrees to live a Christian life? If so, say we will. Will you make every attempt to provide a Christian upbringing for Carter, giving him the opportunity when he's old enough to learn about God, the Bible, and Christ's holy church? If so, then say we will. So, Carter, I don't know how to feel about water. <laughs> You want to come over here closer? Can you come closer? Just come on up here. Do you want to put your hands in it? Is it cold? <gasps> you, can, you can touch it. We're going to pray over it. I'm going to put my hands in it, and we're going to pray over it. Eternal Father, you have always brought forth water for your people. You created the world and the waters that nourish us. You sent the living water through Christ and your Spirit. Pour out your Holy Spirit on this water and bless Carter, who will be baptized with it. Clothe him in righteousness and surround him with love his entire life. All praise to you as we are a part of this household of faith. 
that you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, give us this life with the Holy Spirit who lives and reigns forever in us. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to put some water on your head. Okay. So, um, could you give me his first name and his two middle names? And the Robert and the Scott come from? That's what I thought, but I wanted everybody to hear that, that he has two middle names, Robert and Scott, for his two grandfathers. And are they both here? One of them is. Okay. So they're both here in spirit. And so I just wanted you, so uh, it'll be interesting to see whether he carries out any of um, your dad's spirit in his life. All right. Carter, Robert, Scott, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There you go. Yay! We're going to give him a a children's Bible, and my hands are wet, so I want to be careful with this. Um, One of the things that's in here, some moms and dads brought their children to Jesus. His grown-up friends shook their heads, but Jesus saw them, and he said, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. The kingdom of God belongs to children as these. And he gave them a blessing, just as their moms and their dads wanted. So I'm going to give you this, and there's a pen for, your parent, for the godparents to sign where it says sponsored, and obviously parents. Um, and then you can keep the, uh, you keep the certificate as a part of his identity, um, because if you ever lose like his social security card or anything like that, you have this, and you can always get a new one, if, and it can be replaced. So I'll give that to you. And this is for Carter. <laughs> A squashmallow. And so we welcome this youngest and newest member of our household of faith. Thank you. You may be seated. Morning again, church. It's always so beautiful when we see God moving in people's lives. And when we think of the ways God moves in people's lives, part of that is facilitated by our generosity. We come now to the time in our worship service where we do our sharing. Whether we are thinking of sharing in other ways, but this part is about sharing from our finances. We know that we can touch people who are in need. We also know we can touch people in a variety of ways. Let giving move in you in a way that inspires joy. Remember, Scripture teaches us that the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Giving is not a burden. Giving is an expression of love. Let the Spirit move in your heart today as we give generously to support the work of God in people's lives. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why 
should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion my constant friend is he his eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches me his eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches me I sing because I'm happy Let not thy heart be troubled, his tender word I hear, and resting on his goodness, I lose my doubts and fears, though by the path he leadeth, but one step I should see. Gracious and loving God, your people come to you today full of joy 
and that joy gets lived out in how we share. So please accept this gift. Please receive it with the joy and the love that comes with it as it goes to the honor and the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Let's take our seats. So as we come to our conversation with God this morning, come to our time of prayer, we know there are several things that are on people's hearts, and we also know there are many joys. And when we come to this time, it is a great joy that we can come together. So let us open our hearts and go to God together in prayer. Loving Lord, we come before you today grateful, grateful for the gift that we can celebrate baptisms and welcoming people into our family. We come to you celebrating the joy of a beautiful day full of sun. We come to you full of love as we are surrounded by so many who put smiles on our faces this morning. And Lord, there are so many reasons, too many for us to name, too many of us to count, but you continue to pour out grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing. And so with our hearts full, we come and we say thank you, Lord. Thank you during this time of worship and praise. Thank you with every step we can take. Thank you with everything we can see. Because you are good. And we come full of love and thanks. But we are also coming today because we know there are challenges that are too big for our hands. Things that weigh heavily on our hearts and places where we know that only you can move. So as we are mindful of situations around our world, people who are fighting for freedom, people who are under oppression, people who need your word and your message and your power, Lord God, we speak there on their behalf, knowing that you already know all things, but we are praying that you would open our eyes how we might serve, that you would break yokes that weigh people down, Lord, in our midst, there are those who need healing, those who are worried about upcoming procedures, those who are still on their way back from having things done, and those who are worried because aches, pains, or illnesses are not yet clear. So, Lord God, move in them. Let your spirit provide comfort, and let your power bring them wholeness and health. And for those who care for them, pour out your strength. Let them be voices of compassion. Let their hands be gentle, but strong in the ways in which they need to provide. And for those who will come seeking wisdom and guidance, those who have things in their path and questions about what might be next, let them trust your promises. Let them listen for that still small voice so they know the next step to take. Because you are with us, God. We know that best of all, you are with us. And as we move through whatever circumstances are in our path, we know that our God is good and our God is with us and all things are possible only because of the gift that is Jesus Christ. So for him and for all that he is, all that he does and all that he continues to be, we give you thanks this day and we pray in his holy name. Amen.
Good morning. Today's readings are Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5, and Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Anybody ever ask for a blessing? I'm mindful of a song that Carrie Job sings. And she talks about, we pray for blessings, we pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep. We pray for healing, for prosperity. We pray for your mighty hand to ease our suffering. And all the while, you hear each spoken need, yet love is way too much to give us lesser things. I think about these Beatitudes. Why did Jesus teach these? Why did Jesus look on the disciples and everyone who was gathered there and offer these particular blessings? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, and those who are persecuted. When God gives us blessings, we sometimes think of blessings as what, what I have, my blessings. And sometimes we hold our blessings close to our heart, and maybe somebody who meets us might not even know what is our blessing. What is your blessing? 
And yet we all cry out for blessing. And in Jesus' time, those who were sick, those who were poor, the widowed, the, um, those who had lost their homes, those who had diseases, they were considered not blessed. They were considered cursed. They were considered to be people who had brought about their suffering by the way they lived their lives, by the way their parents lived their lives, and all of that. But the blessings that Jesus offers in this space, in the Beatitudes, are the blessings for all people. Carrie Job goes on. She says, we pray for wisdom, your voice to hear, and we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near. We sometimes doubt your goodness and we doubt your love, as if every promise from your word is not enough. And all the while, you hear each desperate plea and long that we'd have faith to believe to believe that the blessings of God are for each and every one of us, but they are also for each and every one who maybe isn't us, definitely isn't us. We pray for blessings, and God bestows blessings as gifts, not because I'm good and somebody else isn't. It's not because I live in Pendleton and somebody else lives in, oh, I don't know, Cambria? Um, or whatever the case might be. Pastor Scott started this series with identifying for us that a blessing is not that which we earn. It's not that which we put our, our goodness in a bank account and what we get from it is blessing. We are blessed because God loves us. We are blessed because God made us. We are blessed, and so is our neighbor. Our neighbor near and our neighbor far. We are all blessed. She sings, because what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? And what if the trials of this life are your mercies in disguise. Now, I debated about whether sharing a part of that because I don't believe our suffering is a mercy. I believe we discover mercies in our suffering, but I don't believe that suffering itself is a mercy. We struggle. We struggle with why our prayers are answered, why we receive blessings, and why we don't. Why we don't receive the blessings that we ask for and we think, well, all those who mourn will be comforted. But not all who mourn will say necessarily comforted. Sometimes people don't. One day you do, another day you don't. Another week, another month, you feel lost. And then another week, another month, you feel as though God is surrounding you with God's Holy Spirit. Sometimes it feels as though our blessings come to us, and yet we can't see them. And if we do see them, we sometimes don't share them. 
one of the um, things that sometimes Christians Christians are known for at times um, shouting for what they want, but not necessarily shouting about what they have. You know, we we t- I talked a couple of weeks ago about people who, when they when their life is hard. They think God has abandoned them, and when their life is good, then they know that they've earned those blessings. Now, I just want to have a little fun with you because sometimes if somebody asks you, what's your blessing? What's your blessing? Sometimes it sounds a little bit like this. Are you done? Oh, not done. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you let me out of here? No. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you let me If we take the time, we may find the blessings. If we take the time, we may see my life is hard. We may be in tears or a thousand sleepless nights. We may struggle to know that God is near. But if we keep looking, we find the blessings that God has given us. We find that there are moments when we wake up in the morning and we're alive. That's a blessing. At the beginning, the blessing that we shared at the beginning talked about the dirt being soft. Soft when you're on it, and then soft when you're under it. And may you quickly fly to God and not rest there very long. Some of the Irish blessings or proverbs, they're very deep, but they're also a little entertaining. Hear this one. May your glass be ever full. May the roof over your head be always strong. And may you be in heaven a half an hour before the devil knows you're dead. (laughs) May the Lord keep you in his hand and never close his fist too tight. May the roof above us never fall in, and may the friends gathered below it never fall out. Bless you and yours as well as the cottage you live in. May the roof overhead be well thatched, and those inside be well matched. Blessings. Blessings come to us. Blessings come and are deserved by everyone. And then, as we turn the corner towards the end of this series, and not today, but next week, and we think about what do we do with the blessings? What do we do with the moments when we felt that God was with us. One man described as he went down the hall on a hospital gurney headed for major heart surgery. His family was very nervous, very worried. 
And they walked alongside him, and he just laid on the table going down, and they were able to walk next to him for a while. And they stopped before they went in the, can't go any further than this door. And they said, are you okay? Because you look like you're happy that you're going in here. And he said, it's not happy. It's at peace. I'm at peace. So let's talk about what happened in that moment. If we have a box, this is, says on top of it, box of faith. Now, my faith isn't in this box. It's in me. But if we imagine that this box is full of blessings, the blessings that come from God, then what is it that I'm called to do with them? I can hand all of these out and I gladly give them all away because this one, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. If these are my blessings and they come from God's words, then God calls me, you know, to give them away. Not because if I give them to you, I don't have them. That's not how it works. If I give them to you, then we both have them. If we give our blessings where we go, then it multiplies. And sometimes we don't feel blessed. Sometimes we don't. And here's my invitation for when we don't feel blessed. Still reach for someone you love, for someone you know who loves you. Because I can tell you that when someone comes to me and they say, I don't feel blessed, and it might sound more like these terrible things have happened to me this week, and that person allows me to take their hand, to wrap them in a hug, to offer a word of prayer. They might not feel blessed, but I feel blessed. I feel honored. It feels like a gift. And so even when we don't feel blessed, we are invited to understand And all the while, you hear each desperate plea and long that we'd have the faith to believe. What if our greatest disappointments and the aching in this life bring us closer because we recognize that this world and some of this world's values will not satisfy us? That we need to turn to God. Let's pray. Lord, may our blessings and prayers 
and love be passed out. May we know that in our tears that fall like raindrops, that we still have you and that you will hold us every day into eternity. We give thanks and pray in Jesus' precious name. Christ's table is open to all, and it truly is a blessing that we get to partake in this gift. May the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You formed in us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity and made covenant to be our sovereign God and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. Your Spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, He took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you. He gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice. In union with Christ's offering for us, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on those gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. May them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one in Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. 
until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. serving, please come forward. Price is open to all. Gluten-free is on this side, and then regular is in the middle. We invite you to come and eat and receive the blessing.
We're blessed to be a blessing. And he calls us to love because he first loved us. So I'm going to invite you to stand for the final song as we testify to love. up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm on your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hands. And until we meet again, may you know that God holds you in the palm of his hands.
Amen, and go in peace.